Welcome to The Engaging Life, a podcast about using engagement equity to improve your relationship building skills in your personal and professional life. And now, here are your hosts, Brandon Suba and Angela Cheney. Boy, Angela, what's happening? My, Not. Minus the obvious. Yeah. You want to tell everybody? Sure. Let's just get it out of the Rick, way. Rick, oh, now that, that sounds really dramatic. It's not really that dramatic. Uh, just I'm getting over COVID, which I will talk about in the next episode more in depth. Not about me specifically, but right. well, a little bit about me. But so I've got kind of the, I got the kind of mannish voice. Mannish voice. And you may hear some throat clearing and hacking but uh i've been negative now for a week and a half so well that's good that's good and like i keep telling you it stinks that you had all the side effects because i know some people get it and they have no side effects and stuff oh i know some people get it and they just sail right through and it did not happen Ah, here but but hey we're back for you ladies and gentlemen here on the engaging life podcast if you want to see us go to the youtube oh you know what i was going to try to promote this too i'm now happy with my haircut. Nice. But I'm talking like within the last few days, I've been happy with it. So for those long-term listeners, you know, this has been an ongoing it has. battle. Oh, and Speaking of hair. Yes. Today is the first day I have actually fixed my hair since oh, I got Oh, see? So if Did you want to see what you that looks like, yeah, get on the YouTube actually channel. Actually got out the curling iron today. Oh. I had not had the energy to do it wow. up until now. Wow. But you know what? Uh, I, I'm excited for your show, uh, next week because I think you're going to give value to people that are going to deal with this sooner or later, which most of us probably are. Yeah. 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 I'm, I want to jinx myself, but I'm clear so far, so far. So see what we can do about that. Yeah. As I sit right next to you. Okay. Uh, so what are we going to do on the show today? I'm going back to a little bit of the basics and uh, the show, I don't want to say who it's specifically tailored for, right? Scarcity mindset. Right. But this is really going to be tailored for if you are starting to go to networking groups, networking events, and you just don't know what's going to fit best for you. Or you're starting a business, and I think this is very common. You came from a uh, very uh, corporate world. Sure. Right? And you don't, and you want to work for yourself. You don't want to boss anymore. So now you started a business. I, I always feel the first the excitement coming into starting the business is is easy and, and you know you're exciting, you tell everybody about it. But then you hit that spot where you're like, crap, I need I need more sales. Right. And so then it's time to get out and network. And of course, you get invited to all these things, right? You got different groups that you can go to. Uh I mean scroll Facebook if you join any organizations and they have events and all that. So what I hope to do is give some insight today. Actually, hope's not a plan. What I'm going to do there you go. is give you insight today on the difference because I love and hate both in their own little way. Sure. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a side-by-side comparison and where I'm excited because I did this back on the old radio show, but you were not with me. I was not. And so now you can go a little more in depth on kind of the psychological side uh, because you just seem to do really well at being like, well, Brandon, you know why? It's the fish in a bucket theory. And I don't know what that... Had a love fish. <laughs> How did you know? That's what I was talking about. We'll see if my brain's working on all, firing on all synapses today. Hey, Who knows? I, I might oh, add nothing. Specifically, I was like, my brain's firing, but you went specific to synopsis. Synapses. Synapses. Those little things that connect in your brain to make it all work. Oh, 
I don't have a lot of that. <laughs> Synopsis would be the way to um, talk about the plot of a movie in a succinct way. That's synopsis. And Different this, word. This is what synapse. You know, uh, I think I even pronounced it synapse, not synapse. Who were, we were with? Liz and I were with some people. I'm trying to think what the event was, and I 100% used the wrong word. Go figure. If you've listened to this show long enough, you know that happens all the time. And so she corrected me like right there, and then I kind of I was like, "Thank you," and I took it. Yeah. And afterwards, she goes, "Is it okay if I correct you?" I'm like, "I'm to the point in my life." Liz or the Liz person. corrected me. Liz did. Oh, Liz did. Well, and I'm yeah. like, "I'm to the point in my life. You need to." Because if I used it wrong here, I probably think I'm using it right. Now, there are times that I use it wrong on purpose. So my favorite, we, we play a card game where you have a wild card each, okay. each hand. And so if the if the trick is taken with no wild card, I say, I call it, oh, took that pro bono. Uh-huh. Which pro bono obviously is Does a lawyer. Tra- no, right. not at all. And so somebody questioned me on it. And honestly, I just use it. Uh, but they were breaking it down. And I'm like, well... I mean, you didn't need anything special. You didn't take anything right. for the win. So that's how that's yes. why I use that word. So similarly, kind of, <laughs> my husband will pronounce things incorrectly on purpose, Ooh. like in public. Like he'll say, I want the quesadilla. Oh, yes. Like stuff like that, or the tortilla, <laughs> which I know he's doing it to be funny. It's not funny. It's <laughs> If you're listening, Todd, it's not funny. Does Todd listen to these? But, uh, I don't think Liz does. No, so. I don't, okay, I don't good. think so. If he good. does listen, it's going to be this one. Every <laughs> other right. one, I say nice things about him. He's going to listen to this one. But uh, And the people will just, they will. They'll Actually, they'll look at me like, what kind of dumb ass did you marry? <laughs> and then my daughter has started to do it, but I think she really thinks it is pronounced that way. Ooh. You know, she's like me. She's a reader. So, yeah. you know, a, a really interesting thing, because I'm always judging people <laughs> huh, for uh, for pronouncing things incorrectly. But um, I heard a quote once that said, don't ever judge anyone for pronouncing something incorrectly because they probably read it, oh. which means you're judging a reader, which is my people. Um Rather than hearing it on TV or YouTube. Okay, or- the names in Harry Potter, mm-hmm. a lot of people I've heard, they're like, once the mm-hmm. movie came out, it it corrected how mm-hmm. I, Hermione seems Hermione. to be. And that yeah. is it spelled, I've never read the books. No, Herm- shock. Hermione. Hermione, right? It's probably what it would look like. See? Yeah. That, so- that's cool. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I could not fall back on that for my my But it really made me change the way I Good think. You. you know, and that's. Good for you. Sometimes, sometimes okay. I still judge, like my husband, because he's trying to be do funny. This show with me because I'm like the epitome of what you're judging. I know it's fun. Is that why? Okay, yeah. that's why. All right, Enjoy so, it. all right. So networking groups versus networking events. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, let's list off how many networking groups we can think of, and and we can be specific. So uh, here locally, BNI Center Sphere, those are the two big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, chamber groups. Yeah, and I'm not going to go through all the different chambers. MBA. Uh, MBA tips groups. Um, and, and I mean, really, that's it. That's all I can think There's of. There's a bunch of independent groups. Yeah. You know, but do they really have names or, you know, There's they change one, all the time. My favorite one is not your typical networking group and they meet one Thursday a month. And the name of it is not your typical. Not your typical networking group. No. Okay. And they do volunteer stuff. Interesting. According There's to also like industry groups. So like the remodeling group. Oh, yes. Groups. Yep. That would fall under this group. Mm-hmm. That's So those are groups. Those are groups. And, and. In your local area, you can Google 
groups. You can uh, actually talk to any salesperson in insurance, financial planning, real estate, and mortgages, and they'll tell you. Chiropractors. Oh, yeah, and chiropractors. Yeah, and they always find them. They'll tell you. They'll tell you the groups. Now, both Angela and I are, are, are examples of success in these groups. Yes. I want to be very clear. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say what I feel is good and bad about these, as I hope you do too, but do realize there is value in both of these groups if you listen to this podcast enough and take our advice. <laughs> That's right. That's the only way you're going to succeed. Only way. Only way. Yeah. Uh, you're lucky we're here. Uh, okay. So the networking events. Now, a lot of the groups we just listed will have events. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I've seen, nothing. I've seen people get confused sure. about these things. And I'll just get this right out of the way. I am not a big fan of networking events that turn into a hard sale to be in a group. I, I feel that line should be drawn in the sand. So like recruitment. Yes. Well, it's in, in the... In the proper terminology of this podcast, it is taking a deposit because you think you – no, I'm sorry. It's taking a withdrawal because you think you've made all these deposits with this one meeting. Right. And probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Now, if it's a visitor day or something and at the end they say, by the way, this is our our group. We want you to be part of it. I think that's a little different. If it's a free giant networking event and they try to sell you at the end, I'm not a fan. No. Nope. Not a fan. Okay. So the first part. A networking group is consistent. Uh, I think the minimal would be once a month. Yeah. If you're meeting once a quarter, I good luck. Probably not, right? Unless it's a, industry specific, like the affiliates for the real estate board. Right. That can probably, well, even they meet once a month. No, that's, you got to have that once a month. Uh, so you're going to find a lot more consistent meeting and networking group. Most of them, honestly, are, are, are weekly. It's a big yeah. commitment, but if, if, you can afford the time. It's worth it. Definitely. It's worth it. I like weekly. I think there's value to that. Mm -hmm. I think there's value. Uh, networking events, they're going to be random. They're going to be random. And they're going to be at night, in the morning, in the afternoon. They're really going to try to fit different areas. You mentioned the MBA. MBA consistently has a morning networking event and an evening networking event every month. And you can mark your calendar with, tell you the truth, uh, my tips group that I was in, we didn't meet the last Friday because it was the morning event. Oh, okay. And so we'd all go. Okay. It was actually kind of cool. It worked out really nice. So your networking events are going to be more random. Usually, um, the, the one I just mentioned had consistency, but a lot of times they're one-offs, <laughs> right? Like the chambers doing, uh, this seems to be popular, all chambers mm -hmm. events where all the chambers come oh, together yep. and they just have a big mixer, which have you attended any of those? Not for a long time. Not I long have time. in the past. Okay. I like them. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of crossover because there are many people who are in all of them. But usually people tend to gravitate towards one chamber or another. Yes. So yep. even if they are in several, they usually go to all the events for one, you know, or they have different people. I like that. In the too. organization. Well, and that's what we do. You know, Dan mostly does Westo Chamber, Travis mostly does Sarpy. So we kind of uh, send people. So then when you have an all, you know, all together, you Everyone. do get to meet different people from from the same businesses that you already know or or new businesses. So no. yes, I like them too. I like, and and I just I got to see a lot of different faces at one event because, mm -hmm. like you said, some they gravitate. Mm -hmm. So it's just bringing everyone together. So so if you're in the world where you don't want to make 
a big commitment, events are going to be your your key. They're going to be your advantage, but but longer term, not longer term. It's going to take longer to see results. It is. And you have to use your engagement equity differently, which we can talk about later. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I thought this would be a good setup mm-hmm. for a couple shows to come. Okay. Next, networking groups. Uh, exclusive. A lot of networking groups are industry specific. And I'll share my story about a non-industry specific group that I was part of with old pixel fire, honestly. Um, and, then, and then your networking groups, they're going to be non-industry specific. And what I mean by that. Uh, not that it is focused on an industry. Because like you said, there might be a real estate networking event sure. and agents are going. Uh, this is going to be, if you're in insurance, chances are you're going to see three or four other insurance agents there. Mm-hmm. And it's just because you can't, I don't I don't feel you can really block out a networking event and saying, <laughs> actually, that would be asinine. Yeah. <laughs> only, <laughs> only one realtor. Yeah. Somebody did that though up north. They, it it was it was a networking event, and once you showed up with your industry, they wouldn't let that other industry in. And the line, once people got kind of the trick to it, the line started building about two hours before the event. Interesting. And trust me, I'm 100% the guy. If I walk in and I see that there's three people in front of me that are my industry, I'm going to accept the fact that they're going to get in before me. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it was a, it was a big ordeal because... They were just bashing all the other networking groups, bashing, which I don't like. Uh, So, but in a networking specific group, this is probably the highest advantage to get referrals specifically for your business then. Okay. And to me, that's what makes the BNI and the center series, that's what makes uh, it so mm, successful. I'm going to use the word successful. And, And all groups are different. Don't get me wrong. But when you can lock out your competition, you just feel more empowered in your group. You feel more that trust. Now you still need to build the credibility, but you're more likely to get a bone every now and then just because you're there and we're in a group together. Still have to earn the ask though. That's right. Mm. That's right. Okay. Uh, Networking groups, referrals in events, you're probably going to get more tips or leads. And and here's my experience. Oh, oh, wait, I'm going to go back to the non-industry specific. Okay. Uh, So most of you know, I did sales for pixel fire. I think that's, that's how Angela and I really built our relationship stronger. We knew each other before and we right. liked each other, yeah. but I, I really feel we bonded during that time. I agree. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And so so I joined a group. There was another digital marketer in that group. Now, there were also three mortgage lenders. Okay. Um, ironically, only there were two real estate agents, but only one showed up. The other one never showed up. So you That's know. the real estate agent for you. <laughs> there you go. Um Try to think if there was any other major crossover in there. Uh, in uh, financial planning, I think there were two or three financial planners in the group. Always. So here's the deal. It was one of the most enjoyable meetings that I had every week. I enjoyed going, but I met with the other digital marketer and we had to really peel some layers mm. before we could <laughs> find those differences. Okay. And he was very open to it. Of course, I was very open to it. I don't think you'll always find that opportunity oh, definitely not in there. And there are some industry I there are some industries where it's just you're gonna peel every layer and you're gonna get to the core and you'll be like, well damn it. There's nothing that we don't do. And you can get into I do it better. That's fine. So for me, 
it was good exposure for the company. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw the value there. I think if you join a non-industry specific networking group uh, with ambitions of getting a lot of referrals, it's probably not going to happen. Probably not. Probably not. And it's, it, it's kind of like you were in the right place at the right time and you added a little strategy to that pretty much. So for me, if you're in a networking group, being industry specific is, is the key. Is the key. It's going to be beneficial. Okay, so uh, in a group, you're going to get referrals. In an event, you're going to get tips and leads. Not all referrals are treated equally. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. So, so I'm not saying you're going to get good referrals. To tell right. you the truth, if you know my history of networking, I lived in the world of bad referrals for a very long time. Uh, it, and it matters what you do in these groups. Definitely. And it matters who's in the group. Oh, absolutely. There are. I mean, it's it's like anything else. There's good and bad mm-hmm. in all of this. And even within organizations, you know, there's good centers for your groups, there's bad centers for your groups, there's good BNI right. groups, there's bad BNI groups. So it really does make a difference. And one just one person can make or break a group. It's I mean, nuts. either way, yes. either way, it can be okay, we kind of struggled and it sucked. And then John came in. And transformed everything and brought new blood. Or it can be the other way. We're we're clipping along really good. And then Mary came into the group and yeah, started backbiting and invited her cronies and whatever. Whatever a bad person does for a networking group. But um, but yeah, one person can just change ruin it. it. Yep. Well, it, change it, not ruin it. Make it good or bad. Okay. Yeah. So So what I don't like... What I don't like about networking events is I hear this, oh, I'll send you that contact or, oh, I should connect you with so-and-so. Because to me, in a networking event setting, you're pretty excited. You're you're networking. It's generally open networking unless there's a speaker. So you get that word vomit. You say things that in a one-to-one setting. Especially if you're drinking. Oh, yes. That doesn't Uh help the situation. But you want to make that quick connection because that's all the time you have. And I just, I heard it too much. Oh, gosh, I should connect you with so-and-so. And And then nothing. So I would like to put in here that um, this is an area that we talk about in the book Mm -hmm. and that we've talked about before. And it's the different ways to build value and earn that ask. When you're in the networking groups, you've got time. You, it can be a slow burn. You can earn it over a period of time. You can't at an event because, and what you just said, that's how people screw up, is they're trying to make that quick impact. And so they promise things they can't deliver or, you know, they, yeah. they do it wrong. And so the, the way to give value and earn the ask at a networking group is to talk to someone enough and give them some quick hits of value and real authentic. I mean, it can even be, I like your shirt or I've heard nice things about whatever. Give some quick hits of value and all you're trying to earn is the right to talk to them again. That should be your only ask. That's it. Your only ask is, can we have coffee sometime? Can You're just trying to give enough value to earn the right to talk to them again later. Perfect. Yes. And so once again, if you're just getting into this world, uh, really listen to what you're saying as you're getting comfortable talking to random people. Because I think there's an art to that too after a while. But listen to what you're saying and see if, and using our whole theme here, if you're really making, uh, let's see, if you're making a false deposit that is going to leave your withdrawal a negative account. And I, to me, that's what I feel that is. When you tell me that you're going to introduce me to so-and-so, 
just because you know they're your ideal client and then nothing comes of it, your credibility has gone down. And and honestly, if somebody talks to me for two minutes and then says they're going to introduce me to their best client, I'm like, why would you? You don't know me yet. I've not I've not earned the right. So it either Earn seems yeah, it seems a they're not going to follow up. Yes, they're just talking yep. out there wrong side of their mouth, we'll say that. Um, or B, they just willy-nilly give stuff to anyone. And, you know, then I'm like, I don't even know if I, if you trust me already. You know, that uh, that doesn't come off as authentic. It does not. No. So, once again, if you, if you really want to have time to dial in and focus in on referrals, a group is a great opportunity. Uh, networking events, it, it's going to be a lead here and there. It's going to be a conversation that could lead to something. But don't go in with the mindset of getting or passing referrals within a networking event. Okay. It's the and and you you talk about this a lot. It's the meeting after that when it's mm-hmm. a one to one. We have a little more time. I've been able to Google you. Like you've done a little research. Right. Now I think we could work together. Right. I think there's huge advantages. Uh, investment. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is mm-hmm. my favorite. Um, if you've never been to a networking group and you go to a visitor day, they're going to ask you to join. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. And they're going to give you the dollar amount and it's going to be all over the board, all over the board. To me, it is a bigger investment of money and time for a networking group, but you are much more likely to get the results that you want. Correct. If you do it. If you do it. Right. The efforts you put in. Yeah. The efforts that you put in. Uh, At a networking event, unless there is a speaker, and I hate this to be so shallow, or really good food, it should be free. There, I said it. Right. You can have a a cash bar. Absolutely. Yep. Cash bar is fine. Yep. Um, but yeah, it, if you're, unless it's a sit down dinner, that's you know. what I'm saying. Right. If, right. if it's, if it's fancy or a benefit or something like that, that's, that's an event that yes, you're paying money to be there. But if it is, you know, where all the local entrepreneurs are hanging yeah. out it, in that networking event, I feel it should be free. Uh, and you don't need food or drinks at no. an event. Or you could have a food truck. You know, make it optional. That's been cool lately. Yes. Yeah. So it's there if people are hungry, depending on the time. Right. Um, it's there, but uh, yeah, I I agree. So here's here's a financial tip. I don't think I can. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I can leave. No, not giving any financial tips. Here's a recommendation for financial flow. You ready for this? Go to networking events free. Uh, meet some people that you trust and if they're and ask them if they're involved in groups okay. and then go visit the group with them. Okay. I like that. As an entrepreneur, as starting a business, money is usually tight. This gives you the opportunity to get the exposure and the practice of networking. Find people that you trust and go with them to their events. Because I went blindly from a letter that was sent to my boss, to my very mm-hmm. first BNI group, and I love them to death. But as I learned of other groups, there were just better context spheres in different groups that I wish I could have taken advantage of. And to me, if you're going to the events and you're finding people that you're clicking and maybe even doing business mm-hmm. with or opportunity, that's where you want to f- get led into a group. Right. And then, go ahead. And also visit several. Yes, I I know. Did you do one and done? Did you do one and joined, or did you visit? A I've done both. Yeah. Uh, you know the the time I've been in and out of groups um, for years, and I've done it both. And and I mean you can get lucky. 
and stumble upon a really good group, but you're not going to know that either way. So it's kind of, it's kind of like when you marry your, your high school sweetheart, you know, it can be successful or not, but you're never going to know on either side, Mm -hmm. either, wow, there were so many people that would have been better for me (laughs) or on the flip side, you don't realize how good you have it. Yep. Because you didn't see all the bad ones. So it's kind of the same thing with a networking group. If you did stumble into a good one, you might not never know it. Yeah. I just said might not never. Might not never. Double negative. COVID brain. I love it. But then the other side too, there could have been so much better ones out there. And and you might not be able to see that just by visiting once. You know, and and most of these groups don't let you keep coming and coming as a visitor. They want you to join. But you can at least see who's in there. You can see what their energy is like. You can see if you like the location. You can see if you like the time. You know, like I hate lunch groups. We've talked about this before. Um, But I really enjoy afternoon drink groups because I'm a lot more likely to go there because I want to drink. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a day. To be honest with you. Um, But yeah. So I think that's the best advice. Uh, Visit more than one. And even when I was a director for an organization, I would tell visitors that go visit another one Mm -hmm. because I did. I did a one and done. And once again, still friends with all the people in that group. As far as you know. But, well, yeah. I've heard other people talk. (laughs) Probably have. Uh, But I, I, to this day, I wish I would have at least went and visited. I still may have ended up there, but I wish I would have visited a couple others. Uh, Okay. Times. Times of the groups. Lunch is one. Mm -hmm. Generally, a networking group is going to be during business hours. And there's a classic saying, this group should be part of your business, not in addition to. Okay. So that means if, and not that anyone's really a nine to five position. If you're networking anymore, I feel you're kind of all the time. Entrepreneurs are all the time for on your business sales. I mean, you don't want to sure. give a hard like, nope, never going to talk to people after five on the right. way. Like you, you're, you're a little more open. But generally, uh, the networking groups are going to be in the morning, which to me, that's before the business rush. Although oh, I am in a group that starts at nine. I like yeah. it because it's pretty chill to get there. Mm. Uh, but growth is difficult from time to time because a lot of People industries. already got into their office. You got they it. get, yep. yeah. Yep. And they need to, they have that start. So generally early in the morning, although I will tell you this, since I've traveled, uh, Omaha hates mornings. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. There, there was only two morning groups. Versus everywhere else, it was usually a 50-50 balance. Hmm. But yeah, Omaha just, we don't like getting up early, I guess. Or we don't like going to meetings early. I don't know. Huh? I don't know. Uh, so uh, and, and then during lunch. They're generally during lunch. And there are some happy hours, but even those, uh, those generally start at four. So yeah. still kind of near the end of the yeah. day. Events are going to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, I feel, are after hours, mm-hmm. right? They want to, you can go finish your day. You can take care of your clients and then come and network with us a little bit. Lunches in the events, I feel are usually lunch and learns. They want to give right. value because you're taking your time out of your day. So depending on what your schedule looks like, I, I mean, I've got two kids that are in activities and I don't want to leave Liz up to doing it at all. Right. So I have to balance out when I go to networking events and what those look like. But okay. generally I feel they're usually after the day. Um, or early in the morning, okay. another one kind of before you get to the office. And then the last thing, and this seems very minimal, but especially if you live uh, in an area where travel is tough, mm-hmm. right? like what, Chicago, it takes, no, California, Hollywood, it takes like two hours to go two blocks. Right. Where in Omaha, 
20 minutes. You can get across the whole dang town. I can get to the casino in 20 minutes. <laughs> just, just right across hmm. the other state. Anyways, hmm. um, so for, uh, for events, those are going to be all over mm-hmm. because they maybe want to um, focus on one company and let's get a bunch of people to there. Like I did a lot of events at, at the showroom when I was selling countertops mm-hmm. because they can see what I do without me telling sure. them. Right. So, so they like to spotlight uh, different groups, different industries, all that kind of stuff. Your networking groups are going to be at the same location. G- generally. generally. Yeah. And if you're moving around, I'll just give you this tip. If you're moving your group around a lot, it's hard for growth. Yes. Because you're always mm-hmm. trying to tell people where it's going to be. Uh, your members get confused. Mm-hmm. It never ceases to amaze me. Uh, and, and this falls too, even when you're trying to switch locations. Uh, I, I've, it's tough. Well, and I've done this. Maybe you've done this too. And if you have, you can admit it or not. Uh, I knew the group had changed. They're at a different location, but I had been to the old location so many times. I started driving there. Oh, yeah. And then halfway, I'm like, wait a minute. They moved. I was... I was going to, I thought you were going to say used it as an excuse to leave the group because I've done that too. You know what though? You know what? That's valid. Um, This is why I never liked having meeting places that was a member's place Mm. because if they leave, then you lose the room. Mm -hmm. Um, It's funny too, how open businesses will be about giving that room up. And then the minute they want it and they can't get it, then it's not. It's not go meet somewhere else. It's you can't meet here anymore. Right. Like they just shut it down. Yeah. So so if you are in a networking group, generally they're going to meet in the same location. Um, there's many factors that play into moving locations and everything, but it's always a heartache. But once again, a networking group, it's going to be more consistent for you versus events. They're going to be kind of all over. So kind of looking back on all these things. To me, a networking group is a larger investment of money and time with better results. Uh, and then a networking event is more your time than your fine than money, but if you don't play the game right, it's a waste of your time. Would you agree? I would agree. Awesome, definitely. Awesome. You just probably want to go take a nap. Getting close. Getting really yeah. close. Uh, all right. So, hey, please share this podcast. Let your friends, entrepreneurs, and other business owners know what we're doing here because it's about the engaging life. We want to take your business and your life, bring it into a nice, wonderful balance. And, of course, with Angela's insight on just the psychological side and my many, many years of fun sales and observations, we want to bring you the content that's going to get you further in your career. So, we look forward to talking to you on the next podcast.